Hello, I'm Rachel Richards and welcome to Teenagers Untangled, the audio hug where we use research by experts and our own experience to discuss everything and anything to do with parenting teenagers. Hi, I'm Susie Asley, mindfulness coach, mindful therapist and musician, a mother of three teenagers, two of them are twins. As a parenting coach, mother of two teenagers and two bonus stepdaughters, I've seen the transformative power of getting people together to share ideas and support each other. So here we are. Welcome. Pull up a chair and let's begin. This week, a lady who wishes to remain anonymous says her son, who's just turned 13, is having anger management issues. His Mm. friends know exactly what triggers him and they like to wind him up. Mm. Uh, It's getting him into trouble at school. Right. He can also fly off the handle at home and it takes a lot of reasoning to calm him down, which normally ends in tears. Mm. Uh, We'll talk through the developmental stage he's at, which gives us a really good anchor to understand what's going on, how to support him so that he develops those anger management skills and how to spot when it's something a bit more challenging that needs some professional support. Yeah. Nuggets. Susie. Nuggets. So my nugget today is the old chestnut that we've talked about before which is parenting teens goes from being full-time activity on on call to a uh, part-time of that stuff and full-time availability mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just really aware of that at the moment that keeps cropping up so I have a son who's doing A-levels doing his final exams I can't do them I can't do his revision I can't do the exams thank God. (laughs) But I'm really there for him. Like I'm driving him to his exams. I'm making sure he's got nice food. I'm nudging him still. You've done that work. Um, My daughter went to a big uh, pop concert at the weekend, you know, and she's still only 15. So, you know, I picked her up and um, was nearby because it was really hot and one of them felt poorly. You know, I'm available. I'm not there with you, but I'm available when you need. And I think that's just, they, they kind of... They There's a safety net. That. It's a safety yes. net. And it's just really... Love it, um, yeah. It's different. It's very yes. different. Yes. Really, really, really valuable. Really valuable. Uh, same, same here. Yeah. Um, my teenager forgot something again. So she's done this before. Um, I charged her using the allowance for the petrol. We, we went through this in a previous episode. She's done it again. And this time uh, she called me when I just finished a one-hour drive dropping the other one. And I still had another one hour drive. It was late. I was tired. Mm. I completely lost my rag. I mean, I don't normally do this, but I actually, when I said to her, because normally I say, right, let's think this through. Mm. And this time I just said, okay, now I'm really annoyed. And the problem was when I said that, then my body went, oh, you're really annoyed, Uh, right? uh, Blood. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I actually felt it coursing through my veins and then I just lost Lost it. it, um, Because you're human. Yes, because I'm human and it's it's horrible. And and I used to, when they were little, I used to warn them, pre-warn them, and I'd Mm. say, shouty mummy's about to come out. (laughs) (laughs) They'd always go, okay, okay. Because I'm not, I don't normally shout because I hate shouting. Uh, And because I can feel the loss of control. So I just said, right, I need to hang up because I'm in the car. I can't even talk about this and think about this right now. And she was trying to be really sweet about it. I then realized that the, the problem with the the system with the allowance, it, it's, it works very, very well until it doesn't, which is that I had charged her for the petrol mm. for the last time. And we'd gone through this whole system and she'd learned. And then I thought, is it like that situation where when a nursery kept having parents turning up late to co- collect mm. their kids, they then said, right, there's a five pound fine mm. if you turn up 
a minister, you know, however late you turn up, it's going to be a fine mm. to try and stop the parents doing that. Mm-hmm. But all you've done <laughs> was told them how much it costs. And they went, oh, I can, I can afford five pounds. And so, <laughs> and so I thought, is she, is she, wait, I might is as well she? be 20 minutes yes. late then. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so, so that made me think, actually, am I, am I creating this? And actually, I don't think no, that's the case. Um, but one, some of the things I'll talk about in this particular episode mm. really helped me understand what's going on here mm. because I've realised that she is not just it's, that she's being lazy and difficult. Mm. It's a brain development thing. Yes. And oh, I, I need to, to have more patience. My son, just to add to that this morning, I totally get that. And I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Uh, left his pee bag, we thought, on the train. And I went downstairs. I hadn't got clothes, uh, blazer, train ticket, everything in it. Um, came home, rang round. It was in the boot of the car. So, and, and this is a regular occurrence yes, of losing yes. things. So I can't wait to hear what you have to yes, say. Yes, great. So, and before we return to our main subject, we've had feedback from the lady who asked to support her with her son who'd been getting into trouble. That was the yes, delinquent yes. one. She says she's been heaping on the praise for the good things he does, which yeah. is what we always say. So really like with consequences one. Yeah. Increased activities they did together. Yeah. So they played crazy golf the other day. And she's been saying no to group opportunities where he can get into trouble. Um, and he has pushed back on that. Yeah. But she says the restrictions have made the situation improve. Okay, amazing. I think he. the great thing is when you say, no, you can't go to that thing, yeah. for example, him going down to the yeah. beach with his mates or whatever. If you've had the discussion with him about how his brain's developing yeah. and what's going on, it's yeah. easier to say, oh, my mum's, re- yeah, oh, I hate her for doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Rather than having to say to your mates, I'm not going to do that because it's yeah, a really stupid no, thing to always, do. <laughs> yeah, no, I always give that. So just tell them, tell your mates and your mum says. Yeah, yeah. Be care. the bad guy. Yeah. So back to the lady whose 13 year old boy has been struggling with anger. Um, many parents want their teen to stop being angry. Mm. <laughs> Because they see anger as the problem. Yes, it's And I know you know, yes, this is your thing. So it's not the problem, is it? So talk, talk about this. Why is anger not the problem? Well, anger is a feeling Mm. and we don't choose our feelings. It's something that comes up organically and naturally. Anger is a signal. All our emotions, all all our feelings are signals. It's our body giving us signals. And anger is a signal that um, there is something that's out of balance, usually something that feels unfair or we feel badly treated, or yeah, it's usually an yes. unfairness thing, or somebody's crossed our boundaries, or we've crossed our own boundaries and are annoyed at ourselves, which comes out as anger and frustration. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a signal. So if we can take it as a signal and respond to that, then then it's fine. What happens is uh, we try and get rid of that feeling because we are told through society, and it feel it doesn't feel very nice either. Um, that it's a bad thing. You mustn't be angry, especially for girls. You mustn't be angry. Be be, shh, be calm, quiet, quiet girl. Go on, put that away. Um, but the actual feeling is a signal. So we need to sort of stop and go, well, what's it trying to signal? Yes. And yes. understand that. What well, We can't help the feelings that come up, but what we can do and what we have to practice and teach our teenagers and ourselves is we can help the behavior that comes out of the anger we can respond the way we respond is completely our responsibility but that needs practice and it needs um yeah practice and as tools. in as in the chimp paradox where they say you can't help the yeah. the, the 
thing you were born with, no. but you do no. actually have to train it. But society is very anti-anger. Um, yes, because it's absolutely. Not, it's not some. It's not a not. A, we, do, we we want nice, compliant children yes. that do what they're told. So Maggie Dent wrote a book from boys to men. Oh, I love her. And uh, she says exactly what you're saying. She says the thing about being a teenager is that it triggers stress in adolescence mm. because things are changing so much. Physical, hormonal changes, cognitive changes, you know, the social landscape changes. Yeah. With boys, there's a man box, which we've talked about mm. in our episode about boy friendships. And this still is prevalent. Yeah. And men, real men are not supposed to show vulnerable feelings. And anger is the one acceptable emotion for men mm -hmm. to express. So this does become quite a big thing with boys. Yeah. And also it can with often with with girls they they can make a connection with the words whereas mm. boys often are not encouraged to talk about things no. so much so they don't find they it's fine and we found this when we were talking about anxiety one of the big problems is finding the words to express the emotions yes you're feeling yes which is very very tricky it's very tricky and another really important point about anger is anger is is a, is nearly always a secondary emotion so it's not a primary it's a response to something that is painful yes and that's usually a sort of a sadness or a, or a something else yes. underneath it's a secondary emotion exactly that so particularly with teenagers becoming a group which we've talked about before as well it feels very very important mm. it's 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 like life or death mm. i need to be in this group and with a teenager who feels that their belonging in the group is threatened mm. It can trigger stress and anger. Yes. So with this boy, his mates know exactly how to press his buttons. Yes. It can be a poorly received attempt at banter, which boys love. Yeah. Physical connection like a punch or a shove that goes badly. Yeah. Someone laughing at you or and the embarrassment from that, because it's it's that feeling that you've you've been sort of excluded slightly, mm. it can then turn into anger. Yeah, banter and all of that only works if this if the space is safe. Yes. Exactly. And so that anger, if they try and swallow it, can turn into resentment mm. and then become an even stronger rage later. Um, but there's also a, a physical. So we'll talk. We've talked about that. But there's so that's a sort of social mm. side of it. But then there's a physical change that's going on with teenagers. There's this significant growth in the limbic or the emotional mm. brain, which we've talked about before yeah. a lot. And <laughs> boys have a very, you know, undeveloped prefrontal mm. cortex, which is the thing that kind of gets them to think. Yep. Nodding. Yes. Very <laughs> <laughs> and, and they, because of that, and then, and then the boys have testosterone on top of that, it can then make them catastrophize when mm. things aren't quite right. The emotional side will ramp up yeah. the response and that inner critic becomes very loud. Yes. And it's very quick. Yes, it's very quick. So they they will be, it, it the anger can be um, self-directed criticism turned mm. outward. So the, the, now this is a bit that related to my daughter because it's this synaptic pruning that goes on has a really important impact on the brain. So we mm. know that, you know, the synapses, this is the biggest pruning that ever goes on in our lives. Yeah. It's bigger than when they're little. And it increases forgetfulness, it creates poor organisation mm -hmm. and inability to manage moods, remembering things. I thought, oh my goodness, yes, it's the remembering things because what's happening is these the pruning is going on. There are little gaps that mm -hmm. have been created and, and connections that have been cut and then reconnected. Yeah. 
And one of the things I thought was fascinating, because we do accuse our daughter of this sometimes, mm. mumbling, like it, you know, not speaking articulately. Oh, it's to do with the pruning. I thought, oh my goodness. Wow. Yes. And and then when you call them out on it, it's embarrassing again. Yeah. So then it just causes this sense of, you know, there's something wrong with me. Yes. No, there's nothing wrong with you. You're being a teenager. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's and brain. then on top of all of that, we've talked about this sleep debt, which is a massive problem in our teenagers. Mm. Increases anxiety, emotional outbursts, right? Forgetfulness. Forget all of those things <laughs> that then our teens think, oh, there's something wrong with me. Yeah. Right? So Michael Gurian, who's a practical philosopher who's written extensively on nature-based theory, says teenagers tend to, teen boys particularly, tend to attack themselves inwardly. Yes. And they feel like a failure. They feel excluded. And these they the feelings are real, like you said. Yeah what we can do as parents. The first thing is that this relationship that we can develop with our teen boys where they feel loved, valued and respected can be balm for all of this. Mm. So what that lady has done where her son was misbehaving, mm. where she's ramped up her feedback when he's doing anything good yeah. is a really, really powerful thing. Yeah. And it's not you know, you have to be very precise about when you're what you're praising mm. and it for it to be genuine. Mm. But yes, noticing, notice know. when they do something right rather than all the things they're doing wrong yeah. because they are feeling vulnerable. Yeah, that's so brilliant. That's so important. Uh, actually, my son this morning when he lost his pee, there's, there's been a catalogue of things. He's um, So this was like the final straw. So I was quite annoyed this morning, but I did manage to take myself out of the room and. Um, because he said, mum, you're always telling me off. And I, that's not normal for me and him. Um, so I kind of stopped and, and had to think about it. Um, but um, I, I had thought before we spoke about this, I need to sit him down and we need to sort of work out how to be a bit more structured about stuff. But also I need to remind him of how amazing I think he is as well yeah. and all sorts of other things. Yes. And I often say to mine, you know, I, I love, you know, I will keep, I like hanging out with you. Yeah. Thanks for hanging yes. out with me. It's really yes. fun to hang out with you. Just always. I'm really proud of you. Oh, and they'll go, why? Oh, why? Just for being you. Yeah. And they go, oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, which rebalances, doesn't it? Because we are often going, you've forgotten this. You've done that. Yeah, exactly. And, I, and when I, when I lost it with my daughter, I actually managed to say, by the way, I still love you. Yes. Even though you've really upset yeah. me. So identifying anger in our teen is a team effort. Mm. And what I mean by that is helping them be able to see what's going on. So, and they're probably annoyed at themselves. Yes. My son was really annoyed at himself this morning. Where, mm. oh, what have I done now? Mm -hmm. um, and that's different from being annoyed We don't need to else. pile on the stress yeah. by then telling them yeah. they've done something terrible. So there there are the anger characteristics can be internal yeah. as well as external. So we know what the external ones, but there are also things like negative self-talk. Mm. I'm always saying when my mm. daughter says, oh, I'm terrible at this. I just say, no, you're yeah. listening to yourself. Stop yeah. it. And self-sabotaging, low self-esteem, yes. all those things, they are yeah. all to do with this. Because we have to actually be really, that's a really important point I think you're making there. We have to be really careful that they're not internalizing anger, mm. because especially the girls, and that's a massive generalization, but mm. then that can turn into, you know, all those really destructive behaviors of, you know, um, I don't know, eating disorders, harm, self-harm. That is internalized, um, internalized stuff. 
shouting and screaming is much better yes because <laughs> it's out yes um it can go the other way i mean my daughter <laughs> sometimes makes me laugh she's had a, a you know some stuff that's happened lately and she she gets really she gets quickly very cross um and we all go oh, oh run for cover <laughs> <laughs> and other people go really we never see that yet at home she is <laughs> it's her safe space um and um, I go, you know, oh, you, she says, I'm allowed to be angry. You always say, I'm allowed to be angry. And yes. I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally agree. You're absolutely allowed to be as angry as you like. However, <laughs> I don't have to listen to this. this, this. No, quite. So it's, it's, the anger's fine. The behaviours is... Anything. And that's the thing. So we, it's our feedback and yeah. our our information on how to manage it that's going yeah. to be so valuable. But so better just, out than in. Better out than in. And so we'll talk through that. Yeah. So, so what can you do to help your angry teenager and I agree with you I think girls are told to be nice yeah. and to not and and it's important I yeah. keep trying to say to them you know you have a right to yeah. occupy space yeah. Yeah. and if you're feeling this yeah. feel free to explain it yeah. so and they recognize that actually actually my mm. my youngest I mean he I was in, irritated with something the other day and um and then our, later which I always say I go I'm sorry I got annoyed about that and he went I mean you know you don't have to say sorry for getting annoyed um I, of course you're allowed to be annoyed. He's yeah. listening to you. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this is the thing. So we can model this. Yeah. We can model this. We can talk about yeah. how it works for us and then mm. they hear it and they, yeah. and then they'll hopefully say that to their friends and yeah. it spreads all the joy to everybody. Yeah. So normalize what's going on. Mm. That's the first thing because they think there's something broken. Yes. So talk to them about what's happening with the synaptic pruning and what's yes. happening with their, their, and okay, this is a signal. What's the signal? Give them a safe space. Mm. Make them feel like if... So we do have children in the community who will really kick off, literally. Mm. So they need a safe space. If they're the sort of kid that started destroying things around them, you need to set up a yeah. place where they can go and say, okay, that's a, no one's going to interrupt mm. you. Go in there and you can... The things that will calm you down, yeah. you can use. Whether it's punching yeah. something, you know, anything. Which Headphones amazing, to play music. Yeah. And you can also really help them by um, teaching them to tune in. And we've talked about this before, yes. bef before they kick off. Yes. So some kids have a really long build up, a long fuse, and some adults do too, where you're, you know, oh, I'm getting annoyed, I'm getting annoyed, mm -hmm. and I'm getting annoyed. Some people have like a nanosecond where they have uh, no warning and then they're just, rah. Um, and I've said this before on the podcast, but maybe it's worth repeating here. Always worth repeating. <laughs> um, my eldest, when he was younger, so he, had, he maybe he was an early teenager, can't remember, doesn't matter. Um, he had a very short fuse, which he has actually doesn't really have anymore. He does in some situations, but it's, it's different. There's hopelessness. Yeah, yeah. It's very different. <laughs> He's very, very different. Um, and he, he couldn't contain it. So we had a word and we picked a word. He, he picked the word, which was flint. And he's, if he said the word flint, then we had a strategy. You, run, you need to run into the garden, you need to punch something, you need to do something. Or just that awareness that I am now really raging. And then he used it a few years later when I, um, he was really annoyed with me about something. And, and I kept trying to rationalize it or something. And he just went, he just looked me in the eye. And I thought we'd forgotten about the word. And he went, flint. <laughs> and I went, okay, I hear you. I'm going to leave now. Great. Brilliant. Love Thank it. You. And that's that's giving you a tool that you yeah. can everybody understands. Yeah, a word. And, and also the emotional regulation episode that we talked yeah. about, where it's just being able to have tools not to overreact so yeah. far that 
pause and breathe and tune in what and, does and it know, feel yes. like what to be angry feeling? yes where what does that feel like in my body is it yes. like a tingling is it like a a punch in the stomach is it do my hands go itchy do my does my head you know so they're really aware of the physical symptoms of anger so they can pick it up really quickly yes it's not that you're broken just understand your your thing so yeah. get them to st- trying to get them to understand be yeah. self-aware what to say and what not to say you can say I can see your anger. I understand. Mm. I, I totally get it. And you need to know, let them know you're not demanding anything from them or setting expectations from yeah. them at that moment mm. and avoid further confrontation. When they get angry, trying to punish them or, or confront them is yeah. just going to add problems. You can't. To their, brain is, their brain yes. has actually gone offline. Yes. You cannot have a rational conversation with anybody who is raging. Yes. They, they they can't. No. So there's no point that they'll just, you'll just rage with them and don't escalate with them. No. And our listener, she was absolutely lovely because she said this happens at home and yeah. it takes a lot of calming him down. And then he's tearful afterwards yeah. because of horrible. all the things we've talked about, it feels horrible. Mm. And he feels like there's something wrong with mm. him for getting so angry. And it's yeah. not what he wants. He's not being a bad person. It's mm. just very difficult to manage. Yeah. Now, after an angry outburst, like for example, yeah. this situation, You can talk things through in a nice, quiet, neutral tone and explore what happened. Yes. And they may say, I don't want to talk about it. And you say, well, let's let's unpack it because then you can slowly work up some under some tools to help yourself. What was what what happened? What was missing? Yeah. Could anything have been different for you? What can we do to support you so that they know that it's not that they're bad. It's that we need to help you with the environment. And maybe it's, it's it's really empowering, isn't it? So if he's in a situation at school where his kids, where these kids who also sound like they, that's not very nice of them no, as well, no. is it? Um, that's a different side of it. Um, but so he feels a bit more empowered. What can I do when this happens again? What what strategies do I have? Can I can I t- remove myself? And then he'll feel more confident in it as well. Less, Absolutely. Less chaotic and less powerless so it's a great point you made so he's got these kids at school who are supposed to be his friends Mm. who they know what his triggers are to be honest when i was a kid well my sister would say please don't do that no don't do that she wouldn't say please she'd say don't Mm. do that and i'd say what this yeah no you're absolutely right (laughs) (laughs) and i would do do it more because you know you think oh this is entertaining Mm. so um you know, they're being kids, right? They so are, he and maybe needs, they've crossed the line as well. They've crossed the line. And so we know that um, we've talked about how this, you know, personal relationship with your friends can tip over into yeah. something that's unpleasant when they don't realise that what they're doing, or they do realise, but it seems fun and entertaining. And then they repeat it and repeat, and repeat it, and repeat they know it. that they're causing pain. It's not We're cool. bored, let's, yeah, you know, that's kick him. Cool. Yeah. So for, for her son, she can create a list of his triggers. So get him to sit down and say, mm-hmm. what is it that yeah. they're doing that's pissing you off? Yeah. And look at them daily. So I've got this brilliant worksheet. Mm-hmm. I've linked it in the podcast, Print it off because mm-hmm. it's really got some good mm-hmm. tips. Brilliant. So create the list of the triggers mm-hmm. and you can keep adding to it. Yeah. Look at it daily because otherwise you'll forget mm-hmm. what it is. Review the triggers so that they're fresh in your mind mm-hmm. And then you can have a plan for how to avoid those things when you're tired and you're not capable, mm. you're, you're feeling, t- you're already yeah. feeling a bit stressed. 
So you can, so if his, if his mates, he knows that this thing triggers him, he can walk away from the situation yeah. or he can find, you can talk through what is it mm. that you could possibly do in that situation. Mm. Or you could feed back and say, use the flint word and say, guys, you do this, it's going to piss me off. And I don't want to get into trouble with the school and yeah. you're, you know, whatever's going yeah. to work because yeah. I don't know the dynamic with those friends. Yeah. And if it's possible to have a conversation with them, I don't know. Like, yeah, you just you don't know. know. So Maybe. she needs to talk this through with her son, yeah. keeping an angle on. So, so have the triggers so those are the because like you said anger is a signal so mm. what's the signal about mm. what it what are the triggers mm. and then keep an anger log and try and think what was happening before was i mm. hungry was i stressed yeah. uh what other things were happening around mm. me because sometimes they're a response to your environment yes, absolutely and the less uh reactive he is the less interesting it is to less interest exactly and that's how it stop. diffuses because yeah. once they know he won't you know, and we know, I mean, my husband's got a WhatsApp group with a whole load of mates of his and the banter on there is severe. Mm. And really sometimes I look yeah. at it and go, oh, and, and they know, yeah. they know like this guy's like an old woman, yeah. you know, and he'll do this and he'll, yeah. and they they press his buttons yeah. uh, because they know that it's yeah. very funny yeah. and he's older now. So he's able to take yeah. it. But every now and then I go, mm, I think that that's might be a bit much. too much. Yeah. Can you not? Yeah. You know? And um, it is, I mean, in a school environment, if that's going on, that that's a form of bullying. That's, that's not cool. It is a form and of bullying. And we all, yes. you know, we all see it, you know, it's, 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 yeah, if if it's one, if it's just against one person who's be who is reacting, so it's it's two, it's two things, isn't it? It's, it's yes. teaching him how to manage it yes. and to be less reactive and to manage his anger, which is a really great skill to have because he obviously finds that difficult. Yeah. And it's also um, acknowledging that actually that's not really cool of them, no. even though we understand banter, even though we completely agree, it's all it's all you know part of being a teenager that to be picking on one particular kid that's not cool. And can we think of words that he can use with his group? To say, mate, that's not cool. Yeah. You know, stop that one because that's not funny anymore. Yeah. And, and, maybe and can some he... different friends. Yes. Yeah. Or, or just feed because sometimes, you know, they, they think it's entertaining and they haven't realized how much they're overstepping the mark. No. So him being able to say, right, you need to stop yeah. that. Don't like that. And yes. And sometimes he needs to be able to express himself. And yeah. if he can't, then he's not yeah. in the right room. Yeah. But it's a little bit like, it is a little bit like siblings, but it's different when it's not your family. Mm. But it's, it's, if the space is safe, I mean, my kids are brutal with each other now. Now they, they all get on really well and they are brutal. Uh, yes. And yet everybody knows that, and they're brutal with me as well. Yes. But then we know that, that that's okay. But that's shorthand for having a great relationship. Yeah. So what the, the point I'm trying to make is that these boys may not really yes. be conscious that, because we can say that's bullying and that's nasty, but actually they may not be conscious yeah. that they're really overstepping yes. the mark with him. And part of being in a relationship is being able to get some feedback and say, you yeah. know what? No. And them learning from it too. Exactly. It's, it's really good. You're absolutely right. Because yes. it is, it's a group thing. Oh, ha ha. Yes. And they yes. don't realize. They don't realise how, no. how much it's impacting yeah. his life. Breathe. So the par thing, using diversions and practising timeouts. So mm. just there are lots of things you can use in your armoury. Mm. I want to quickly touch on how we know if actually it's something that perhaps professional help would mm. be important with. I was listening to a therapist the other day and she said, you know, I'm worried because I keep getting people coming to me as soon as something goes wrong. Hmm. And I, yes, I'm a therapist and I want to make money, but I don't <laughs> want these parents using me 
before they've exhausted all the opportunities at home for mm. their relationship with their kid yes. because this triangle develops and I become the good yeah. guy. And we don't want that. We want them to and their parent to be the good guys together yeah, yeah. looking out at problems. Yeah. So she said, try everything before, yeah. you know, try try the things before. So yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And also a, a point in that is that we need to look at our own relationship mm, to anger yeah. because we've, as a society, it. find anger really confronting. We don't generally like it. No. We want to get rid of it. So what is your relationship to anger and how do you manage your own? Such a great point. And that's, again, we can go, you can listen to those episodes where we cover these things because yeah. knowing ourselves makes it possible. Yeah, because if to we don't like anger, team. if we find anger really difficult, we're going to want to get rid of it in our yes. kids. Yes, absolutely. Problems with anger can accompany other conditions like ADHD, yeah. autism, obsessive compulsive disorder, Tourette's yeah. syndrome. So there can be other underlying things that they may already have been noticed. Yeah. Or So just realise yes. that these things can come yeah. together. Uh, there are, and their genetics can play a role, family dysfunction, certain parenting styles like harsh or inconsistent yes. punishment. What they do to try and treat anger issues is there'll be con- cognitive behavioural therapy. Yeah. And parent management techniques. Yeah. So teaching other ways to handle the misbehavior, focusing yeah. on positive reinforcement yeah. um, rather than punishment for transgressions, um, emphasizing positive interaction within the family yeah. and, and trying to get the family to yeah. enjoy spending time together. Because you, you made such a great point. It's it's a signal that something's not right. Yeah. And often with particularly with teenagers, and if it's not, you know, on the spectrum type um outbursts then it's um it's when we don't when teenagers don't feel seen and heard if we if they don't 100%. feel listened to yes. prop, like really listened to because yes. often if if you, you you know sit down and we know it for ourselves don't you this is actually how i feel and then by the end of you've told and somebody's really heard you and really listened not fixed it just really listened and really yes. heard you go oh Yes, the listen oh, until they feel understood. Luffy. <laughs> exactly. And understanding that it's really important to be respectful of the things yeah. that matter to your teenager. You may think that mm. they're not important, yeah. but that's not going to help them. Yeah. And it's the class, you know, they come home and, and they feel like they've been unfairly treated at home or they've got tons of homework. And sometimes we step in and go, oh, yeah, but that's really important. You need to do that. Mm. Oh, that's so annoying. Yes. yes. Oh, and it was much of, harder for me when I yeah, yeah, competitive. Of, oh, that sounds really annoying. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's really annoying. End. Love it. Love it. Yeah, <laughs> they totally feel seen. Yeah. So what do you think? Have you had any experience of anger issues either with yourself or with your teens? Have you used any of our techniques? Have you found them useful? What is the most useful thing for you? We'd love to hear because yeah. we always mention these things because we're kind of trying to help each other. Yeah. We're trying to learn as we go really, along. Really, really yes. helpful. And um, there's nothing wrong with anger, but our management of it is really yes. important. I remember Grace Jones sitting, being in, interviewed, and she said, she, he said, gosh, you really get angry. And she said, yes, I got a stomach ulcer and I've realised it's much more important to express my oh, anger. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> exactly that. Exactly. Because there, there's a massive difference between clean yes. anger yes. and resentment. Yes. Like, you've done that. I've experienced that. I'm really annoyed. Yes. That's clean anger. And that's really just, but resentment and like, that, that goes into the stomach ulcer. Exactly. Exactly. So if you've enjoyed this episode then help other parents tell your friends tell the school hit that subscribe button yeah 
and uh, yes, give us a review. Uh, you can also sign up to receive all the latest at our own website where there's a blog, reviews, links to every episode and easy ways to contact us both. Uh, it's www.teenagersuntangled.com. Don't forget to check out Susie. She's on Instagram. She gives lots and lots of great tips there. Also her website, which is www.mindful-life.co.uk and um, you can book a free chat with me on that if you so fancy. And lots of fantasy. She has a blog. The blog's really good. So many great tips on there. So uh, don't forget to have a look at that. That's it for now. Goodbye. Bye for now.